Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ask Jamie. I'm Nikki Willis, and I am Jamie. And the big question of the week is what is house hacking? Here we go. So Jay, we get questions from a lot of investors. And one of those questions is, what is house hacking? So let's get into it. What is house hacking? So house hacking is an investment strategy where you use an owner-occupied loan to invest in real estate. Okay. So it's kind of a two-parter. So the first thing that people need to know is with house hacking, is you can use an FHA loan, which is a government-backed loan, or you can use a conventional loan. Now, the reason why people house hack mm -hmm. is because if you get an investment loan, you generally have to put 20% down, 25% down, right. and get a higher interest rate. So an investor loan and an owner-occupied loan is different because an investor loan typically has a higher interest rate than owner-occupied loan, and you have to put down a higher down payment. So if you do an owner-occupied loan, you put down a lower uh, down payment, and you also get a lower interest rate. Right. The catch is you have to owner-occupy the property. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So, um, so I am <clears throat> usually the transaction coordinator for our team, or I was until I got super busy uh, with our clients. And um, when we're putting together that contract, the contracts will ask, do you plan on occupying this property? So that is for, uh, so what you're saying is, is that um, this isn't, while this is an investment property, they need to occupy the yeah, property. Yeah, so the point is, you know, some people don't, but you have to have the intent to own or occupy the property. Um, that you're getting the FHA, uh, owner-occupied FHA or conventional loan uh, for. So another question would be, what types of properties would this investment strategy be good for? So it depends on your investment goals. Okay. People, it's, like I said, it's two parts. So you can get an FHA or a conventional owner-occupied loan and you can buy up to a four-unit rental property. So people who want to have rental property, mm -hmm. they can go from zero to four doors or three doors because right, you're supposed you... to own or occupy one <laughs> of them, right? So zero to three doors um, with an FHA or owner-occupied loan. So okay. if you want to get rental properties, you can get three doors and buy up to a four-family um, with an owner-occupied loan. Then mm -hmm. what a lot of people do is they do that to buy their first one. They live in one, rent out the other three, mm -hmm. and it's either going to offset their mortgage payment or they're going to make uh, rental income on the other three doors mm -hmm. um, to start off with rental property. And you know what? That is, that sounds like such a great um, investment strategy, especially for young people. Like when you are just coming out of college or whether you may be in college, mm -hmm. you know, buy a, a a triplex or um, a fourplex, you know, live in one, rent out the other three uh, to where 
you know, a, a portion of the, the rental income is paying off that mortgage and then you're pocketing the rest or, you know, saving the rest uh, to, to buy your next property. So that's like, I feel like that's a really good strategy for young people to get into the investment game without, you know, trying to, you know, buy something that's like super big or something like that. What do you think about that? So I just want to, you know, back up a little bit. You said it's a smart idea to yeah. do that when you're younger. Yeah. Because that's what your boy did before, before I met my lovely wife. Yes, you know, that I, is true. Actually, so <laughs> you I, did. I actually, that's what I did when I was 22. Right. I bought my first property, and for my first property, I bought a three-family. Mm -hmm. So I lived in one unit, rented out the other two, mm -hmm. and I still made like $300 a month. Um, so they paid the mortgage off. Yep. While you you pocketed three hundred. Yep. So I made three hundred dollars a month uh, living there, and so I didn't have I was single, didn't have any kids, so I just occupied the one bedroom mm -hmm. unit, and I made three hundred dollars a month. And yeah. So it's a really smart thing to do, especially if you don't have a big family or you don't need the big space. Yeah. Um, or if you don't have kids, it's a smart thing to do. Cool. Yeah. So young people, listen <laughs> up. Maybe when you're graduating or you know coming out of college or um, you know want to buy that first property, you might want to think about looking into um, multifamilies or um, some type of investment property where you can make money on your first property. Um, we can talk about that more in depth with you. Uh, just visit our website at thewillisteamlv.com. We'd love to help you. Uh, we have tons of um, ideas and um, things that can help you in your journey of being a property owner. So, you know, I know we like to talk about good things, um, you know, all the pros and everything like that, but mm -hmm. let's talk about the cons. Let's talk about some of the downfalls of house hacking. Well, before we talk about that, I want to talk about the second part of why people house hack. So oh, okay. the second part is people who don't want rental property they mm -hmm. want to rehab a property mm -hmm. we even thought about doing this but we, we did. decided that it wasn't the best we, thing for us we did we we'll, we'll tell you why too <laughs> we'll tell we you thought why. about being serial movers and buying a property living in it for a while and yep. then moving on to the next property so some people buy a property to rehab it yeah so they buy it fix it up live in it and while then, they're fixing it while up while they're fixing it up or even you know when they finish they move into it and then stay in there for a while yeah. for like a year and then they you know Selling buy something else yeah. so that's another strategy because again yeah. if you're looking at a property and you need $50,000 worth of work mm -hmm. you can buy an owner get an owner occupant loan mm -hmm. and put a less of a down payment down so now you have your down payment and your fix up costs versus you may have not had 20 or 25 percent for the down payment plus the rehab cost of the property so sure another reason why people uh house hack is to um for to flip properties they just live in it for yeah. a while then sell it and then they have the money to buy the next property and they kind of you know repeat the process over yeah. again so we decided that wasn't for us yeah because of some of the downsides of, <laughs> of, of house hacking right but let me get okay so let me tell y'all the the backstory of like why i'm like oh babe let's do this right so um hgtv had this series that was happening where they followed this family that house hacked so they had bought you know previous properties before and this next one they were actually 
house hacking a uh, an old firehouse. You remember that? Mm -hmm. And I was obsessed with this show, y'all. Like I was like, oh my goodness. Of course, they made it look like super easy. And I'm like, yes, we can do this. Let's buy a firehouse. I mean, he was just looking at me like, like he always does, like what the heck? Um, because I'm extra, but y'all, I really thought we could do this. And this was when our older kids were super young and Jonathan was like a newborn. <laughs> and so, you know, can you imagine this little baby in diapers, like crawling around with nail guns out and you know walls that are unfinished and you're uh washing dishes in the bathtub like it was a whole lot and he reminded me that i'm a little too extra and um i like luxurious things so it just we didn't do that it wasn't gonna work when right. i found out that i had to do dishes in the bathtub i was like okay never mind just kidding um so that was that now let's get into the downside right like um one of the downsides is if you are a family, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. If you're a family, it's it's a little bit more difficult. Not that not to say that it can't be done because I believe maybe they sold it or whatever, but they're living their best life in that fire home, firehouse. Right. <laughs> no. Just not for us. <laughs> so if you want to move around a lot, if you're house hacking and you're moving from place to place to place, it can be a little bit difficult with small kids or children in school right babe so. yeah so some families have to move around a lot because of military or work or something like that but house hacking is actually voluntary it's right. not something that you have to do right. um and one of the reasons why people buy a house or own a home is because they want to be rooted in a certain neighborhood they want structure so if you keep moving it kind of defeats the purpose of why you buy a house um but what? some older families, it could be more like an adventure. Yeah. But some kids, most kids don't. Who want to wash their dishes in the bathtub? <laughs> don't every house doesn't require you to have to do. That's the first thing I think of. Just washing dishes in the bathtub. Right. It's not everybody. The other thing is school districts. You yeah. Know, if you're looking for a good investment, it may not be in the same school district as where your kids are. So that's, that's maybe the disadvantage of house hacking. You have to only buy investment properties, only look for investment properties in a limited area mm -hmm. or potentially have your kids going to different schools. That's true. Um, the other thing is with house hacking, after you buy that property, let's say you buy a four family mm -hmm. and then you have to refinance that to a non owner occupied loan to buy another one that's owner occupied to put down Do the lower down payment. So you eventually have to refinance yeah. that property when you move out of it or um, when you do flipping, um, you just sell it. I so see. then you do another owner occupied loan. I see. Yeah. So they either refinance to get from out of it to buy something else or they just sell the whole thing and start over. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Who wants to wash the dishes in the bathtub? Also moving. <laughs> so another disadvantage oh, is yeah, you have moving. to pack up your stuff. Yeah. Our moving company to move yeah. yourself. You have to move multiple times. But those who have perfected it though, like they don't, oh, yeah, they live absolutely. like real minimalistically oh, yeah. and it can be done. Or if you don't mind moving. I don't mind moving three to five years. I don't mind moving. The That's because I'm good at it. Not weird? Weird? Because if good. you do it, then I do it. So we both must be, you know. Anyways. I'm good. I'm really good at moving. Organizing everything. Getting 
when we moved out here. Anyway, speaking of moving, why don't you tell the good people if they need to move, what they can do if they need to move. Well, if you need to move, you can call the Willis team because we specialize in relocations. So you can visit us at thewillisteamlv.com or you can email us at thewillisteamlv at gmail.com. We would love to assist you so that you won't have to wash your dishes in the bathtub. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't. Hey, if you wash your dishes in the bathtub, this is no shade to you. That's a disclaimer. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm on one today. Well, guys, this has been another episode of Ask Jamine. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>